It's the Law and Business Podcast, hosted by Anthony Verna. We tackle the hard issues where law and business intersect to help you run a smarter business and avoid costly mistakes. Verna Law PC is an intellectual property law practice focused on trademark, copyright, advertising law, and domain name disputes. Contact Anthony at anthony at vernalaw.com. This is Oz and Anthony, and we are uh, broadcasting from Get Serendipity. Serendipity Labs in Rye, New York. In Rye, New York. We're up in Westchester. Um, So the first thing I want to talk about, which is of interest to trolls and non-trolls alike, is the the sale of Fortune this week. Oz, let's start here, because I have to admit, uh, despite my bachelor's in computer science, I don't... Really use Fortran a lot, so so let's start here with anybody who's who's. I know the the watchers on Periscope uh, probably know Fortran better than the listeners on the podcast. So why don't, why don't you just start? Sure. There so Fortran start Fortran started about uh, well, a little earlier than than Facebook and was literally considered the I guess you could call it almost like the the armpit of the internet. <laughs> so well, it, it it's interesting because they have this term called shit posting, which is really it's it's not necessarily trolling, but it's on the caliber of mm-hmm. trolling, which is what a lot of the board does. So a lot of the board, which is B and Poll and several other subboards, almost like Reddit, right. that have become supremely popular, are largely folks posting whatever their opinions are, which are you know largely I would guess troll esque type opinions, but it's it's really one of like the, the last sort of free range areas on the internet. Like you can say anything. Literally anything. And it doesn't matter how, what the quality is, it doesn't matter how good, it doesn't, it doesn't matter, matter how, bad, how it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter how, how offensive it is. Okay. You can say anything. And it, you know, in certain cases it's it's that standard sort of one upmanship sure. that, that we've been getting over and over and over again with with Facebook posts now where everything has become the, you know, you're arguing with my myopia, so I will throw more of my myopia <laughs> at you. So, uh, so what was interesting was the one of the founders of Two Channel, who had been booted off of Two Channel, Hiroyuki, had actually acquired Fortune from Moot on Monday. Okay. So, what's interesting is in light of what had gone on last week with GamerGate, which I think everyone's you know relatively aware of. A lot of the folks that had left Reddit or were already on Reddit were also on Fortune as well. Now, the two-channel the two channel sale has some impacts to Fortune, um, in as much as when um, the owner of two-channel had actually sold a lot of private data. So, Fortune's one of these places, much like Reddit, where you can not necessarily just hide behind a pseudonym, but mm-hmm. most of the posts on, this, on Fortune are completely anonymous. Um, so, it's anonymous commenting and anonymous. Um, there is data that they capture in terms of who you are and where you're coming from. So they, they, they when you log in, even if you're anonymous, they know who you are because you have an IP address. Right. I mean, unless you're running behind a whole bunch of VPN proxies and pretending to be a hacker movie, <laughs> um, you know, they have a relative idea of who you are. Also, it probably it probably picks up perhaps the cookies as well. Generally, so so the, the I think the the challenge that you have to look at is. Um, is with this with data being sold now or the ability to sell data this is actually changing the way that people might uh might generally engage it also might push a lot of the folks that were on fortune or were trolls um onto other sites so you could be looking at 
more Gamergate-esque or Gamergate-like happenings inside of the next 10 months. I'm assuming 4chan is gigantic. That's not reason. I mean, it's it's reasonably large. I don't think we have accurate data on, right. on who the users are or where the users are from, but I can tell you that they are largely 18 to 36-year-old males, predominantly white, predominantly United States. Right. So still, with that particular amount, it must take a lot of server space to keep the, to keep it rolling, to keep the database, because obviously all, there, there has to be quite a bit of server space used. I mean, there's I think there's a fair amount of server space used, but I think the the larger issue is more the the fact that if you have someone who has sold private data previously, right, uh, they are more than likely to sell the private data again, again of the new community they've they've tapped right. into, which is which is how Fortune stays. Fortune Fortune literally stays afloat right now based upon um it's it's, a, it's like a merit type mm-hmm. uh system that you can buy into. Uh, which is almost it was just kind of what Reddit was was founded on. But what's interesting is looking at Reddit, looking at Fortune, looking at a lot of these communities that weren't necessarily initially designed to monetize. They're now being pushed into this monetization era where it's like, hey, you have a community, you're doing something. Uh, we're interested in turning you into some sort of profitable enterprise. That's going to change everything. And I think it's not just here. I think this is sort of the tipping point of what's to come with Reddit, um, what's to to potentially come with other smaller communities, not just here, but uh, abroad in China, Europe. What do we know about Fortune's current, I mean, uh, new owner? He was kicked off of Two Channel, which is the, (laughs) the, the company that he owns a bunch of time. Uh, he had apparently mounted DDoS attacks against uh, Two Channel at one point in time. Two Channel is the Japanese equivalent of Four Chan, so to speak. Um, so there's there's another one called Eight Channel or Eight Chan, which is still out there. Um, so it's going to be kind of interesting to see one the migration of user base in between you know different anonymous mm-hmm. private networks, but two what the impact of actually selling the data of users. Unfortunately, it's going to have the user base. Because people are, are expecting it to be anonymous. And one, first things first, on the internet, nothing's really anonymous because it mm-hmm. comes with an IP address. It comes with your cookies that are sitting on the drive. So in your browser is your is your history. And that can be sliced, diced, and julienned and sent out to 48 different companies. Mm-hmm. And if you're just searching the web and your cookies are being picked up, a lot of people would get really scared if they actually knew how that data was treated between different companies. So somebody goes to Fortune thinking that they're anonymous, that data can be sold. And that data can be sold. Sorry. I'll edit out the podcast for But that data can be resold. And here in Fortune, in order to keep things going, that that's really going to be the way to monitor. Well it's it's not necessarily what should have happened, but it is what happened. Right. Uh, I think the user base is a little confused about it. So I, uh, you know, it's, it's. I think it's something we're going to keep track of and, and keep an eye on in the upcoming months, and we'll see where this one goes. Um, do, do you expect? Um, do you expect what Fortran is the arbit of the internet to actually change? No, I don't expect that to change at all. What I expect is is that 
if people get angry at, at how, you know, it's, it's like the, the terms of use in Facebook. When Facebook had decided that they were going to use your personal pictures inside of advertising a couple right. years ago, everyone went up in arms, mm -hmm. and Facebook changed their position. Because what we're talking about here is not terms per se, but the sale of a platform to someone who will most likely sell private data and has pretty much said that he's looking to monetize by selling private data. I think either A, people will migrate, or B, you will see a different type of engagement than you've seen previously. Is this really, though, all that different than other internet sites? Because a lot of internet sites, in order to keep rolling and to keep advertising money in, are selling the private. Well, it's problematic. Well, I, I think I think the, the the challenge that you really have is privacy. Sure. Right. So, what does privacy mean? What does it mean when I go to a site? What does it mean if I'm actually exchanging money for that site? And what is my privacy worth? Um, I think most folks are open to handing a good chunk of privacy away for comfort, commodity, oh, and sure. simplicity. If I can sign up easy, if you can get me information and alerts, I agree. Um, anything along those lines, they're super happy just to, to not have to do other things, re-sign up. I wholeheartedly agree. What is that going to lead to? That could lead to problems future forward. But right now, right now, I think simply because there aren't a lot of great strategies out there for many of these companies, and advertising is seeing Advertising seeing a dive, so as of, what was it, uh, first of this month, yes. Google Chrome pretty much said that autoplay and all ads that are, are running on sites is to stop. So, and, and even Microsoft Internet Explorer and the new Microsoft Edge are defaulted to sending out the do not crack signal mm -hmm. to other websites. Now, some websites are combating that by saying we're going to program uh, our websites to ignore mm -hmm. the do not crack command. Right, but realistically, you know, most folks are going to see a, a little bit of a reduction in ads, and, and most of what's going to happen is going to see a reduction in revenues for um, some of these sites. Well, and and I and I would I would expect that to happen anyway because advertising monetized advertising journalism. But um, I think privacy is a big issue. Revenue is a huge issue for companies, and this shift that we're starting to see, where you know even the most secure or, quote, private segments of the internet are now up for auction. It's it's kind of a brave new world, not just in terms of privacy, but in terms of companies are willing to do or stoop to in order to tackle that almighty dollar. This has been the Law & Business Podcast. Visit VernaLaw.com for more episodes. To contact VernaLaw PC, send an email to anthony at VernaLaw.com or call 914-358-6401.